the Ovix Podcast, with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank you later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis and Fran, Rio and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to the Upland Property Experts, episode 183. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and I am not joined by Thank Me Later for once in a very long time. But in his place, I do have four wonderful guests with me. I have Impasta, Robzilla, Shacklin, and SC Kicker 2022. So we're going to do a roundtable tonight. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being part of a roundtable. It's been a while since the podcast has uh done the round table um we'll touch on a couple of topics we'll keep them secret and surprise because sometimes a better topic comes up than what i have planned and i'm adaptable and we'll roll with it um and if you have any questions or comments we do monitor them throughout the show so definitely let us know all right welcome welcome thanks everyone for being here um we'll do a little guest introduction so just tell us a little bit about yourself how long you've been playing upland um do you own a business uh what communities do you hang out in and and work with and what type of upland player are you and do you treasure hunt yes or no we'll start out with impasta oh i get to go first yeah (laughs) Hello, I'm Impasta. I've been playing for quite a while. I think I'm an official OG at this point. Um, I think I started back February 2021. So I've been hanging out in the community ever since, you know, causing trouble. And uh, it's been fun. It's probably my favorite part of Upland altogether is the uh, community we have. I am... a part of a lot of different groups. I've been the community manager for UCC for the last year and a half. So I work with DAC and Mass closely. Um, I help them with some of their other projects like URL and all the other fun stuff they've got going on. I run a group called Ornament Addicts. Actually straight up started it, and he kind of passed the torch to me. So (laughs) Um, we've been having some fun in there. And what else? What was the next question? Um, do you have a Meta Ventures? I don't currently, but I'm working kind of more on the development side of things and learning that. Recently joined the uh, UDN and kind of just learning the ins and outs of that. So I do have some upcoming ideas, but nothing currently out there. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Impasta, and thanks for joining us tonight. Uh SC Kicker. Hey, everyone. How's everyone doing? Um, SC Kicker. And um, as far as our uh, node, we are in Hyde Park. And I'm partnered actually with the KO Ninja, who is, I think, teaching classes right now. Um, but we are, we're partnered up in the Hyde Park Ninja node. And we are developing a, a layer two game within the Upix world. And we actually are real ninjas in real life. We, we both own uh, jiu-jitsu schools and martial arts schools in real life. Um, so we kind of got that idea from, um, you know, basically from what we do in real life, we wanted to merge 
what we do in real life with Web3 and kind of tie it together and, and do something really cool with it. And um, for Upland, I actually got involved with Upland back in January of 2022. And man, it's been amazing. So I got in, I was actually watching a uh, podcast when I was off during the holidays and there was, it was actually an accounting uh, podcast and they were talking about a game that this kid was playing from Georgia university and it sounded just like Monopoly, and I always loved Monopoly as a kid. So I got on there, and, man, within about two hours, I had all these properties that I bought, and, you know, I saw you could earn interest, and I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> and um, so that's kind of how we got started with Upland, and uh, it's really been a, a great adventure. We've met so many great people. Um, I got hooked up with uh, TML. I was actually looking to gain exposure for just our node within Upland, and I, I hooked up with a page, I think it was called Wiki something. I didn't even know what it was. I was sending messages to TML and saying, how can I get on this Wiki thing? And um, here we are like nine months later. I'm still not on Wiki, but we've got this great project going with uh, the Hyde Park Ninjas. So we're super excited about that. And, um, you know, we've got some other projects that we've been working on for probably about the last six months um, but we really wanted to dial it in and make sure everything was perfect before we started releasing it. Um, so we do have our cafe. So as the Hyde Park Roast has been in the works for probably six to eight months. It was one of the first projects that we came up with. And we have our own personal uh, coffee roaster. Um, so we're super excited about that. And we're going to be implementing that into our communities and going uh, worldwide with that. So we're very excited about that. We'll have more details uh, coming out and, and all that stuff. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. so you have your own coffee roaster and you're going to do like a Hyde Park Ninjas coffee type line? Yes. Yeah, it's called the Hyde Park Roast is what we've had in the works for quite a bit. We haven't really released anything. We were hoping to release it in Vegas um, and we were hoping to have like a booth table. Unfortunately, we weren't one, one of the lucky ones. So um, we just said, we'll just go ahead and lay it out. So we had laid out a lot of the material over the last six months and we were working on getting a, a personal roaster is what we wanted um, to see the project through the right way. We're trying to do everything uh, kind of slow and very calculated as far as all of our projects to make sure that they're going to sustain a uh, long-term. Nice. All right. Um, move on to Rob Zilla. Welcome. Thank you. I'm Rob Zilla. Um, I'm one of the, Community leaders for Creedmoor. Um, I've been playing Upland for about, I think, a year and a half now. I think I started in January of 2022. So, um, yeah, my strategy has kind of changed. I got into it initially just to kind of buy and flip properties and try and make a little money here and there. And that stopped really quickly and I actually got involved in the community the most and um, different nodes and yeah, that's kind of where I stick now. I don't really do the flipping that much uh, sometimes, but yeah, Creedmoor, um, Upix World, I'm really active in, um, Lake Balboa, I'm getting excited about right now. Um also, um, I'm an artist in 1111, and, oh, I'm, lately I've been working on the merch store for Upix World. Wow, so. involved in a lot in the community right now, a lot of different projects. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
Well, thank you for joining us. And last but not least, uh, Shacqueline, I know you were just a guest here <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, but just just a quick summary. Hey, everyone. I've been playing Upland for about the same amount of time as Rob's. I started in January of 22, so a little, you know, almost a year and a half. Um, my playing style is to buy everything I can and then hold on to it. And uh, I want to learn how to make money someday. Um, <laughs> um, I am in, I'm not, I've lost count, but I would estimate 25 to 30 different nodes. I am one of the leaders of the Creedmoor Hub. And I'm one of the leaders of Ida Monero in Rio de Janeiro. Um, and I'm a moderator on Upix World and a moderator for the new Upland UK um, collaborative node that includes uh, over 70 different nodes and projects in Upland. Um, I am um, the uh, one half of the Toss Shack. Uh, my business partner is Tosshead, and we make um, 3D items for the Upland Metaverse uh, for various different decor shops. Um, I'm sorry, map assets. And um, I just got approved recently for my uh, MetaVenture called the Crown Jewels, which is located in Detroit but is not open yet. And... I just applied for a factory of the same name, so hopefully that will get approved. And uh, I am in love with the community and um, in love with my vision for Upland, which um, I don't know exactly what it is, but it goes something like, this is going to be so amazingly awesome someday. And so I work with lots of communities to try to help um, build that such as Epix World. Oh, and I'm also an artist for the 1111 NFT gallery. Um, and I love Hyde Park Ninjas and the Ninja Dudes and um, excited also about Lake Balboa. And I could go on and on and on and I'll stop now. Oh, that breaks my heart. Someone's selling Alamo Square cheap right now. Oh, Ooh, I want it. Save it for me. <laughs> oh. That, that breaks my heart. I love me some Alamo Square. Um, anyway, all right. So that's our uh, panelists for today's roundtable. Uh, we'll jump right into it. Uh, what frustrates you the most about Upland? Uh, who would like to tackle that question first? I'll jump in. All right, Robzilla. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of a petty little thing, but... Um, the little mistakes and everything that they make in announcements and like with proofreading and wrong addresses, broken addresses, things like that. It kind of drives me crazy. I kind of want to just proofread all their stuff before it comes out. I don't know. <laughs> it just, yeah. Yeah. The proofreading it's yeah. And but it's better now than it, what it originally was. Really? <laughs> yes. Some of the original stuff were like, what? And they, they'd make corrections very quickly. But, yeah, definitely understand that. 
All right, Shaq, what frustrates you the most? Um, just having to wait for the awesomeness that I'm thinking about. Um, I don't really get too frustrated with Upland, so I'm, I don't know how to answer that. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> uh, no problem. I get frustrated with frustrated people. <laughs> I don't know. And that's why I started out with this one, because you spend some time in the game and there's definitely some frustrated people, some very angry people. Um, And just trying to, and we were different levels of experience here in Upland time, time in the game and, and uh, different levels. So it's, it's nice to put, uh, put a panel like this together and, and, you know, get, get a wide, uh, wide idea of what's going on and, and just hearing it in a constructive way. Well, I do want to say that um, I am aware that those of you that arrived long before I did have been through some things. And so, um, I, you know, I understand that there are valid frustrations, and I am thankful to all of you OGs that stuck around and, um, uh, you know... Um, I think that having come just a year and a half ago, all that they've done since I arrived is churn out new stuff constantly. And so I don't have the same perspective as those of you who were here longer. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's a good answer. Um, SC Kicker, what frustrates you the most? Uh, Let's see. How long do I have? <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, I, um, I, man, my only regret is I wish they would have marketed better so I could have started back in like 2021 and been a year ahead. Um, I think, you know, I own two businesses and I've been through lots of different things over the last 20 plus years. And, um, you know, any anytime a new business is starting out, it's hard to please everybody and you do the best you can. And I think overall they do a pretty good job of adapting and, and um, they keep coming up with new things, new ideas. And I, I do feel like sometimes maybe they just throw stuff up at the wall, but really that's a good thing. Cause you do want to see what sticks and what doesn't stick. And um, you know, us as players, we're the ones that give that feedback. And I think that's important that people do give feedback as long as we're not doing it in a negative way. I think I, I feel, I feel like some people tend to go on a rant and it really hurts all of us as players, whether you're an OG or a newer player if you're steering people away, you know, it's not helping any of us. So we're here to build the community together. And I think that should be the main focus. You know, you're going to kind of work your way through the the weeds per se and, you know, help to build things stronger for the future. That's all we can do. If we sit there and we just dwell on, you know, what happened instead of moving forward, I think we're going to stay in the past. So. Rob Zell, I just noticed your shirt there. That's an amazing shirt. Oh yeah! <laughs> I just saw the t- I just saw the swords. I was like, "That's, oh, that's a- awesome, awesome shirt." Yeah. Hey, you know who doesn't have a shirt? This guy. You don't. You got to win a contest. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Impasta. What frustrates you the most about Upland? I would say the lack of clarity, especially when it comes to announcements or contests or 
drops or anything um, is the most frustrating thing to see because we kind of see it time and time again. And like Robzilla, I also want to proofread everything <laughs> um, for them free of charge. And uh, I think that would help a lot because that's when you see people upset and frustrated the most and getting angry because they thought it was going to be a certain way. And it's not, you know, and it's like from the very beginning, if we could get everyone on the same page, I think we would not have to deal with as much as of that. And the um, lack of dark mode. That's also, um, that's, that's first actually. I'm going <laughs> to go with that. I've been on a two year campaign and uh, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, one time Upland gave away over $3 million worth of Spark for free to new players. That was frustrating. Wow. I didn't know it was that high. I, I'd have to crunch numbers on that. I, I'd be interested to see that, but I don't doubt you at all. Crypto money games are usually spot on. So, yeah. Um, now, what about the repeat issues where they do, well, definitely, you know, Impasta and Robzilla both said it with having to proofread stuff, but... Some of the repeat issues they've gotten better with, um, but how does that make you feel overall when they're making the same mistakes a few times in a row? Does that discourage you, or does that, you know, once they get it right, that makes up for the multiple mistakes in the same area? I think it's a little frustrating um, you know, when they do make the same mistakes over and over again, I think you need to learn from the mistakes and make them better for everybody. That's just part of the responsibility of, you know, owning and running a company, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. The small stuff, it's frustrating, but I have to say some of my favorite memories are like the really badly botched city openings and the chaos and the block explorers that we got as, you know, gifts, the little Bruces. And I think we got Spark one time. Um, <laughs> used to be very, uh, like, here's a gift, everybody. We're sorry. But it was kind of fun um, and chaotic, and you never really knew what was going to happen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think everyone <laughs> shares that sentiment. but <laughs> I kind of like those... Uh... The ornaments we got at Halloween last year that looked like just the piece of skin. <laughs> My favorite. I actually am a big collector of those because I'm a weirdo. So, so yeah, a project <laughs> I'll have to tell you about. <laughs> that was the best mistake ever. Those are my favorite. So, so the creepy skin blob things that just kind of lay on buildings is your favorite. Yeah, yeah, they just look like piles of flesh. Yeah, um, yeah, they're so bad. That, like, they're good again, you know? Oh, I get and, that. And things are usually worth more um, in, in in the real world, right? Yeah. It's funny because everyone got a replacement ornament from that. So it's kind of like a free ornament if you have that. Um, you got the version, too, because everyone was so upset. They immediately um, decided to ship out a new one. But you let out your secret. Now people are going to mark you up just because they know you want it. 
<laughs> well, see, I've already, uh, I'm to the point where I've collected enough that you guys can mark them up now. <laughs> <laughs> so is there going to be like this creepy blob flesh village going on? There might be something in the works. Um, yeah, for sure. Can you imagine though? You just walk in during Halloween and flesh blobs as far as the eye can see. I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't want to be a part of that? <laughs> I do. So send me an invite. Yeah, no, it's something I'm working on. Um, it's pretty funny. I think we should call it Nub Hub. I don't know if that's highly appropriate, but <laughs> it rhymes. It's fun. Um, I want it to be a really dorky, community-involved um, fun thing. I'm a big Halloween lover. That's why I'm a big ornament fan, because I went heavy on that first spirit drop. Okay. Probably too heavy. Um, <laughs> but we'll find a use for all of them, I'm telling you. Happy awesome. upland anniversary to Lily Field, two years in the game. Yay, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> um no, I, I like that. That's I'm definitely gonna wait to see what you do with that. I'll be very <laughs> intrigued. Um Yeah. Now, if you were able to implement anything in the upland game, what would it be? Who would like to go first? Oh, I can't give you all my secrets. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let someone else go. I want to be able to walk around immersively and, you know, basically that. Just have it really come to life, which it will someday, I think. But, um, that's what I'm most looking forward to. Theo says, traveling needs to be more streamlined. I want to be able to one-click travel with the estimated cost and mode of travel options being available. SC Kicker, what would you put into Upland if you could? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm, I'm really looking forward to actually being able to use our vehicles to be able to drive around and navigate. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I did see somebody mention to improve the racing where you, you just have a bar that's sliding either up or down or left or right, and you got to hit it just right, and that helps you in the curves or something. That would be better than just the AI stuff. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of digging the AI stuff right now because I'm not a good driver on video games. <laughs> no, I want to race you guys. <laughs> Oh, it's right. fun either way. What would you like to see in pasta? I've got a big, um, a big, huge ask. It's called dark mode. <laughs> it's very important. And um, it's not just my preference. It's, and I'm sure a lot of my blue eyed friends would agree with me. Um, blue eyed people actually see light differently and the way that they have the map set up with the white on the blue is killer, killer to look at to the point where I am not a big treasure hunter and I have missed out on a ton of spark <laughs> because of that. So I've been pushing for it. Um, and I'm going to continue to push for it. <laughs> I'm going to spell out dark mode in big, bold letters with all of my ornament boxes. So get excited for that. <laughs> Definitely. Let me see the screenshot of that one. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. It's in the works. What would you implement, Robzilla? 
first thing I think of too is something more immersive. Um, it'd be cool to actually like go to certain places in Upland and be able to socialize and hang out with people. Um, I'm also kind of frustrated with uh, some of the things for new players. It's really hard for new players to come in and like really get excited about it, especially if they're not on Discord or like part of the community. Um, I think like even if they put in like say you can go into a building and play some sort of like really simple mini game and like maybe like a certain amount of time you're on it, you can earn small amounts of upics. I would have done that when I first started because I was like desperate to earn any upics to get more properties. So I would, and you would have people like in the game in the platform longer. I don't know. I think something like that would help. Yeah, user retention, especially for the new players, is um, always something that's been you know if you come in just expecting more than they talk about being able to have your own business, being able to raise cars, this and that. And then once you get in, you kind of figure out, Oh, cars cost this amount. And I got to put money in to be able to do all this. Um, you do get some, but a lot of people get hooked just like us. They're like, Oh, it's like monopoly and it uses blockchain and it, you know, it's exciting. It just depends on what you're looking for when you enter up land. But I can see the frustration there. Um, Somebody did say crypto money said bundle deals. Um, that would be very great. You know, I give you these three properties in a collection and you give me this nice, big, expensive property in return. Bundle deals like that would be great. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you'd have to have your check and balances for multi accounts. But yeah, um, let's see here. Can I say something? I, there's Absol- something I really absolutely care Absolutely, Shaq. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I wish that Upland had if the possibility for 3D artists to give, like, okay, so the secondary royalties go to the factory owner. And there's lots of people that own factories, and there's only some people that do the 3D design. And it would be great if there was something like a smart contract or something in Upland so that you could assign, you know, factory owners could, like, be granted a certain right to a certain number of your designs, but the factory owner didn't thereby become the artist and receive all of the royalties. So, um, <laughs> Deshaq says it way better than I do, but um, no, that that makes a lot of sense. Is you know uh, a lot of the fa- initial factory owners don't have the talent and skills to design the 3d things and now they're getting the royalties on the secondary it would be nice if the smart contract was set up that it was like okay hey thank you for designing this for every secondary sale you're getting x amount of what i get off of that so you know i get five percent and i'm going to give you whatever deal you negotiate with the person and that would be great that would be something awesome to implement there yeah definitely 
Yeah. I think with the factories too, the shared spark would be nice too. Cause I know, you know, we want to put a factory up and um, the one we put up is a small one. So we can't even really do what we want to do with it. Cause I was unclear on the, the directions of those. Um, but to keep that factory up and running, it takes a lot of spark. So it would limit you from doing any kind of other building. So it would be nice to be able to get a group to like share the spark and, you know, maybe split profits through NFTs or however it was devised. On the subject of uh, ornament factories, I'm curious. Well, I'm excited to see what people come out with, but I'm also curious. um, Do they have to be the same type for the same ornament or same structure types we already have? Or can people design ornaments for structures that we don't have? Like, um, there's a lot of structures you can build that you can't use ornaments on. That's my point. (laughs) So can people build ornaments, you know, design ornaments for those structures? I would like to see Upland move in that direction. And maybe even, I've talked about this before, which thank me later, is that, you know, not only, okay, you're building a new building structure, but they have to fit certain dimensions so an ornament can slide over it. You know, even though it might not be flush, but you're just putting Mm -hmm. a big tent over it for whatever holiday season or decor like that. At least give us the ability to do that with these custom designs, because it's very nice to see the different designs all the players have created, but it's a bummer where you have no decorations in the holiday season to put over it. Exactly. Um, it, It actually stops me from building some of those, other types because I have so many ornaments and I think, well, I'm not going to be able to use any of these. Um, so I want to see some ornaments for, you know, the Lily tower and um, the assassins building. And I think that would be really cool if they would let us do that. And, and then with the, with the kick or SC kicker, the small factory, that's just too spark, but you know, you start getting up into your bigger factories, you know, you're, you're looking at larger and larger amount of sparks yeah. and that, that is something, you know, with, that would be another utility for spark and a way for people to earn more upex. And another way to keep people interested is being able to come in and stake your spark on a factory. And that's like your upland job to earn extra, just not only on your property, but you kind of have an upland job now with your spark being dedicated to a factory to produce X. And then that's a nice income for the designers. If they're able to adjust the contracts that, Hey, the designers get a little cut of each, Mm -hmm. even each sale. I'd be okay with them. You know, it would all depend on what you work out with your designer. If it's, if it's, hey, you get a piece of the secondary sale, you get a piece of the initial sale plus a secondary sale. There's so much that I think the game is on the cusp of implementing, and I, I hope it's sooner than later with these things. Piggybacking on what Imposter was talking about, too, with the, the special builds, the cool stuff, you know, that I feel like that stuff should be included in the neighborhood ratings, too. Because I know a lot of the bigger builds, like in LA, the shabby chic and stuff, those don't even really go into the you know the community builds, as far as the way that we're rated by communities. Yeah, 
Brian Sprague wants a medium factory ornament. That would be fun decorating your your factories. <laughs> yeah, Retro Arcade could also help supplement your daily travel cost and be an easier way for new players to earn Upex. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of jumped into, I like that. Sorry. I had my notes and we kind of jumped all over the place and that's, <laughs> that's the way it works. Um, I, I do like this direction with the, with the ornaments. Um, and pasta, since you're very big with the ornaments, uh, on top of having these new buildings that are being created by users have ornaments designed for it, what other growth do you want to see in the ornament field of Upland? Oh, that's a big question. Um, I'm really excited to see what they do with those boxes because the second I saw them, my brain thought, huh, those would fit nicely in the back of a truck or in a van. So I'm almost wondering if we're going to see um, them have to be moved at some point, which would tie in a whole new set of mechanics with vehicles and everything. So that's kind of the, a direction I'm definitely excited for, just the moving of them, which is kind of ironic because I, I do have hundreds and I've been moving them all over the metaverse for like a month now. <laughs> um but okay. I have a feeling that's kind of the direction they might go. We'll see. I'm excited. We, we touched Looks like cargo, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, we touched on something similar last week, and, and that would be an expansion. Uh, last week we talked about uh, just being able to purchase something from a store. You know, you right now you have to be in this physical city and go to the store and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to purchase it there. Well, why can't I be across the country and purchase it? It's reserves, and I have two weeks to get there to pick it up from the store. Or you have a transportation company that puts it in their cargo van and delivers it to whatever, to whatever address. You don't. It doesn't even have to be where your block explorer is. I want that to go to my property in... Dallas, and you drive it from San Francisco to Dallas or whatever. You, you drive it to the airport. You know, they're... That could be another fun business. And people are stockpiling these cargo vans just for that purpose and these semi-trucks just for that purpose where they'll make multiple stops. Upland delivery system. Um, Also, if you've noticed, if you've used the ornaments recently, you do have to have that box on the physical location of your property. So in my case, I think I have a San Fran property with, as you know, a big apartment building on it. And it's like the size of the actual property. So I don't think I could ever decorate that. But another thought is I don't think everyone's going to want to keep those necessarily on their properties for the whole year. So I'm sure they'll have people shipping them, you know, back and forth when the seasons hit, we'll see. Um, I think that would open up a whole new path for people if they wanted to get into it. And then that gets me more to your upland transportation service, either a, you know, another building that would need functionality would be self storage. So you can store your boxes on or the ability to have a shed that stores X amount of boxes in it. 
that you'd be mm-hmm. able to build on your property, but once you ne- you'd need that utility and that function to it. And so I know that would be further down the road. I think I saw them mention too that at a point we'll be able to hopefully make skins for the boxes to maybe show what's in them. Or my thought was like, how cool would it to be to do different designs? Um, and that you can actually do aerial designs on your property. Um, so decorating those boxes, I'm really excited about the boxes in general too, too much. So, <laughs> but I think that'd be really neat if they let us actually decorate them. The Halloween ones, you know, the Christmas ones, all of that. Yeah. Anybody else have comments on the ornaments and the boxes and upland shipping? I'm just scared of when shipping is implemented because uh, I put all of my boxes on one property. So I have this big uh, fence all around the property line that is multiple layers. And it's a big property, and it's hundreds of ornaments. And it took me, like, two days to get them there. And um, I can't imagine how long it will take if I have to move each one by truck or something. I did the same thing. I didn't realize you were going to have to have them on the properties where you were going to put the decorations up. All right. So let's jump into... Meta ventures. Um, I know some of us either have our own meta ventures, working on meta ventures, working with meta ventures. Um, so much to unwrap on this one. I know I'm at 111 days with my factory being shut down. Um, so there, there lies my frustration, and I got a message last week 10 days ago saying maybe next week we'll have good news for you and no news and it doesn't sound like good news but that's where my frustration lies there is the new businesses that are opening up the new factories that are getting their applications approved and i can't even move my original factory from a small factory to a large factory in 111 days so I know the team's working and they're trying to figure it out. I know some people that submitted previously before me, they are up and running again. So I do have faith, but it's just frustrating. Um, And I know the design process is slow. X1 jumped into general chat the other day to talk about they have new processes in place, a new system in place, and everything should be resolved in somewhere in about 30 days or so. Um, How does that make everyone feel about the current state of MetaVentures and where it should be in the near term? In my opinion, it seems like it takes too long to get them set up. I know there's been quite a few people that I know around Upland that have been waiting for a long time. I think they, they should be able to streamline that a little bit easier, it seems like. Yeah, I don't know why it takes so long. Um, I think I operate under a general feeling that Upland is doing lots and lots of things and that, um, you know, that it's just a little difficult and slow sometimes because they're doing so much. And it can be really frustrating, but part of me thinks it's exciting 
because it tells me that they're so busy doing so much that I just sort of sit around expectantly waiting to see what's next. So it's kind of a mixture of frustration and, you know, and like, well, I think this means that they're really busy doing some cool things we don't know about yet. Well, that's one of their goals for this year, isn't it? To kind of streamline the process and really make it uh, a little more quick for MetaVentures to the applications to be reviewed and accepted and implemented. Yes, that's right. So, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I know there are a lot of frustrated people that have had um, applications in and haven't really heard much back. And I think that's probably the most frustrating part for people. It's just not getting that communication and not knowing. And, you know, um, you have to plan for a lot of these things. You have to have your properties, your factories, your showrooms, like, ready to go and to just sit there and wait and not hear anything um, I, I understand why people are frustrated by that. Now, what do you think about the individuals that have two shops up and running before people have one shop up and running? I don't understand that. Like, I would think they would kind of diversify it a little bit rather than... Well, I don't know, like, how... what they use to choose which ones get looked at first and like get put in place. So I don't know. I do understand that they've demonstrated that they've been running a successful shop, but you got so many people that are itching to be creative and there's such a creative talent throughout this community. I kind of go back and forth on it because just because you're creative, does that mean you can run a business just because you can run a business? Does that make you create there? There's so many dynamics behind running one of these things. It's a little easier, you know, a design stuff, manufacture it, put it up for sale. But I think it's going to get complex as you have competition. Um, any other thoughts on on the meta ventures there? All right. Move on to an exciting topic called Vegas. G Week. It looks like everybody's excited for G Week. Yes, very excited. Very yeah. much so. Now the- I'm excited to see what they're saving up to show us. You know, they're they're always saving up the good stuff for Genesis Week. So, <laughs> absolutely. Um, now most of us will be there in person. But even the online activities of G Week is always fun. And since everybody's experienced at least one G Week, uh, some of us two or three, uh, what is the biggest thing you're looking forward to this year? I'm just looking forward to getting to meet everybody like in real life. We get to, to work and do stuff in groups, you know, like we're doing now. And it's it's really cool. But I'm really looking forward to actually meeting everybody in person and um, getting to chat about different ideas and, and different things in, a, in kind of a different environment, too. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to the most, too. I remember 
last year, uh, I had major FOMO when I saw everybody having fun and like pictures with each other. I know Shaq got to go and she was saying how amazing it was. So yeah, that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most too. Also a little bit of a vacation for myself. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Shaq? I'm just, I'm so excited to see the same people that I met last year, see them again. And then this year to work or to get to see the people that I work with every day, like Robzilla and um, Kay Saucy um, and C. Prado and, you know, people that weren't there last year, but I work closely with them every day. And so it's all about the people and, I'm, and, and finding out what Upland has in store for us. Those yeah. are the yeah. I'm excited to ki- um, beat SC Kicker and the rest of the guys in our Genesis series finale race because Zach's <laughs> going to be streaming it live in Vegas. Um, so I'm hoping you all can go catch it. And uh, it's pretty exciting to kind of end it that way. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's going to be really cool to be in person for that. And a uh, big shout out to Impasta. She had the best time last week. She crushed it out there on the track. For the race that didn't didn't count um, for the qualifier, but <laughs> that's okay because I came in last in the final race, just like I did the previous week. Uh, so uh, we'll see wow. what happens tomorrow. I'm excited. You never know. You never know. I think I, I must have popped a hose on, on that qualifier is what happened. <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot of people call in Seattle. Um, people have seen it. And seeing numbers on the blockchain. So is it going to be Seattle as the city? I think so. I'd be so happy. We need something over here. (laughs) Do you think that there will be a Vegas expansion along with the new city release? I don't think they would do a double. That'd be a lot. Yeah. Considering we just had London, we had cars. <laughs> yeah. But that's something I've wanted for a very long time. Two attractive cities at the same time. That you got to oh, make a decision. A yeah. It's a, it's a Rutherford and KC, although that wasn't, you know, as much of a hard decision. I picked the wrong one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Seattle, it may be because I'm in the Pacific Northwest myself. I might be biased, but um, Seattle would be really cool, I think. And we could, you know, link it, link up the uh, West Coast over here. Oh, it's Candlebox. I don't get is that before London was released, people found um, London and Birmingham or Birmingham and um, Beverly Hills on the blockchain. And then London and Birmingham came out. And so that still leaves Beverly Hills sitting there. And I just I just keep wondering if that's coming up because it was discovered on the blockchain along with Birmingham and Birmingham's come out. I, I don't think that they would go with 
Beverly Hills just because how many properties are still available in Los Angeles. But Beverly Hills does have its own attraction. And as a lot of people do point out, the playlist that they have, you know, it'd be pretty awesome. I know Candlebox has been touring a lot over the last couple of years, so I could see them stopping in to do do a show. And I know Allison Chains has hit it up too. So I could see them landing a pretty solid grunge 90s band to play. They did. Did you see the Genesis ornaments they dropped? It was a completely 90s grunge theme. It was all music themed. And I got really excited when I saw that because I'm hoping that that's a nice big hint towards something that they're going to let us in on I mean, for Genesis the, Week. <laughs> I hope. The Black Explorers are a drum and, and a guitar. And, you know, uh, that. Yeah, a pick, I think. Like, it's a yeah. whole. A flannel even, shirt. That's why I said yeah. the '90s, because they included a flannel shirt. Um, yeah, with everything. <laughs> yeah, when I saw the flannel shirt, I was like, "Oh, it's definitely like '90s grunge." Mm-hmm. I really think it's going to be Seattle. And that's oh. the other thing. Eleven Eleven points out: Beverly Hills isn't going to be cheap at all. And they they already just Upland already bled a lot of upex on us with with the London release, the cars, um yeah, so and then another city this close. It I, I can't see Beverly Hills just yet. I really hope not cuz I don't have the upex right now for that. <laughs> uh the only thing you could get out of them is it isn't country. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> they honestly should do, you know, since it's such a diverse community, it, it would hopefully for not this year's G week, but next year's G week that they do a little bit of everything, you know, ha- have a couple of um, up and coming artists do, you know, two or three songs and, you know, from different genres. So it kind of, speaks to everybody that shows up there and then have that big one headliner that, you know, everybody knows. Oh, what? Come on. That's horrible. <laughs> and, and I hate that you have backstage access sometimes because you can show <laughs> stuff that I won't show. Ah, <laughs> oh, dizzy, dizzy, dizzy. <laughs> um, all right. So, and then if I am hosting a panel, uh, is going to be on it and the goldsmith's going to be on it and Lizette's going to be on it. And we're going to be talking about the, uh, the community and meta ventures and the impact it has on Upland. So I'm excited for that. Yay. So you won't want to miss that. Hopefully they record these things and place them up on their YouTube. So the people that aren't there in person get the opportunity to listen to these. Um, so let's see, we talked about the city. What other events for the in-person stuff is everybody looking forward to besides meeting the people? Is there something that, is there a panel that stands out or, or, you know, we talked to, what are you hoping Upland announces, I guess is what I'm trying to get to. I hope there's a really great hackathon solution presented that would be a game changer. That would be super cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too, definitely. But Upland, what should Upland announce? So I'm still sticking with last year's prediction that they're going to 
to announce the life token. I don't think it will be implemented this year, but they'll at least announce it during Genesis week. <laughs> um, and that was my call from last G week. So, and for the people that don't know, the life token is going to be for, you know, life type things, you know, your sparks for manufacturing, powering your cars, life token is going to be for plants and, and stuff of that nature. So. I would be excited. I mean, hopefully this year you call it, if not next year, it's going to be your year um, for life token. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd be excited to see that um, get talked about because I know there's a lot of us that have been kind of waiting on that for a while. I want them to bring back a spud, the pre-spark we had spud. Yes. We took it away, and I want it back. <laughs> so you got to participate in spud wars? I don't. I was like, I don't know if I was in the actual wars. I definitely had some spud, and I did some of those early things. Um, and I want one of those block explorers so badly, but it'll never happen. <laughs> they're, they're very rare and very expensive, but. Yeah, we used to have Spud. We took it away. (laughs) Gave us Spark, so it's okay, I guess. I do wish that we were doing things on YouTube at that time because that that was a very cool time, just having the Spud Wars going on and and the drama between the trailers and they had to switch to cell towers. And (laughs) And there was nothing nothing else. Um, You know, we didn't have any of these assets or businesses or anything um, or USD out. Yeah. Any of that. <laughs> so it was kind of a fun thing to be involved in when there wasn't as much going on. Um, yeah, bring back the spud. I'd go. be happy. I'm in dark mode and we'll be set. I hope they pick up on the dark mode. I really do. Oh, I asked it in the AMA first thing. So um, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's only been two years. And if uh, I know. Another two, I should be good. If they do ask us to do the podcast from Las Vegas like they did last year and whoever we get to interview from the Upland team, we'll ask for you, Impasta. We'll ask when Dark Mode's coming. I appreciate that. You know, the more voices, the uh, the more they're going to hear it. There you go. SC Be a lot of happy people, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I, I believe it. SC Kicker, what do you have? Uh, I was thinking STEM. I, I would like to see STEM come out. That'd be pretty cool. I know there's a lot of people that have um, projects kind of in the works for that, so it'd be cool to see that come to light. And how far how far after do you think after STEM would pets come into the game? Mm, probably not. It, it shouldn't be that hard after that. So I wouldn't think so. Not much longer. I want a giraffe. so it would be you could even oh wow i'm not even going to jump down that path of (laughs) now if the pets are large enough say a llama could you ride them would it be another source of transportation oh there you go Mm -hmm. saddle saddle met adventures yeah Yeah. What about you, Robzilla? What was the question? What do we want to <laughs> Yeah, for and, uh besides the obvious things from Janet from G Week, what what's one of the things you're hoping Upland will announce? 
I don't know. Honestly, I haven't really been thinking about it too much because I'd probably be wrong. And I don't know. I'm just kind of open to whatever it is. Um, I don't know. A lot of people think that with the whole uh, theme that they're going with, there might be some sort of like music-related thing. Uh, I don't know what they would do, but that could be interesting. So Simone wants to ride a cat. Drifter needs a pterodactyl. And Morchie's finishes out with a sociopathic baby. <laughs> and Jimmy Jester just wants to ride in his semi. Wow. Wait, wait. He wants something to ride in the semi with him. Oh. Right? Um, a monkey. He wants a monkey. Oh, I missed the monkey. Oh, I want a monkey. Okay, there we go. Be like BJ and the Bandit. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, let's see here. We are pushing. Wow, time goes by fast here. Um, one of the questions, though, one of the topics I did want to get to is, you know, all four of you are very positive players, always enjoy uh, interacting with all of you. How do you deal with, the toxic behavior that you can come across from time to time in the upland game. And what, what do you do to maintain your positive, uh, positive attitude towards the game and the whole situation? I've been staying away from uh, some of the areas where they're more negative. I used to hang out in them and like, I don't know. It kind of gets to you after a while. I've been kind of staying focused on my Creedmoor community and the people I'm working with, um, basically the people who, I don't know, they've kind of started feeling like family. And uh, it, that makes me optimistic because we're all excited for certain things. We're working together. So I just kind of stay laser focused on that and try not to pay attention to the rest. Yeah, hundred percent. I I agree, hundred percent. I think um, steer clear of them. I mean, if you're hanging around or dealing with or chatting with negative people all the time, you're just going to turn into a negative person and go down the same road they do. Um, I kind of some of the people when they get negative about stuff, usually you can go into Upland and find really, really great deals too. So I try to follow the trail and pick up some good deals on properties. <laughs> Shaq. Oh, um, I just, you know, I I tend to avoid the servers where if I walk in and there's a bunch of people complaining or that are known to complain, I just tend to not want to be there. Um, there's a lot of positive uh, people and positive servers to be in and not a lot of time in the day. And so, you know, if you hang out with people that are excited about the future and are working on cool projects and i mean there's just yeah i just avoid it because there's not time to sit around complaining impasta oi um <laughs> i definitely have been in the community a long time and i do mod for a lot of different groups um and i will say that some are feistier than others for sure um 
And I do think that it's good to let people vent, but I'm also one of those people that I, if I just absorb that feeling of, you know, that negativity when they're just going on and on about it. So I'll either kind of pipe up with something positive, try to change it. If that doesn't work, I'll just, like they said, you go do something else. I'll, I'll put on the mute, you know, and go do something else and um, not let it affect me too much. But there is definitely a bit of that around. Um, and sometimes it's the same people. But like SC Kicker said, um, you can find some really good deals during the times <laughs> if you're looking. <laughs> All right. Um, what are your long-term goals as a player in Upland? Are we supposed to have those? Or I thought we were all just kind of <laughs> winging it. Just if you're winging it, you're winging it, and that's fine. You can do that too. I'll say the cool thing is um, my gameplay and just my goals in general have changed so much throughout the course of the last you know couple of years, um, whether it be from hanging out with people and kind of getting good ideas that way, kind of bouncing different things off each other, or – just how many new opportunities that we have. Um, so like a year ago, I couldn't, I wouldn't even been dreaming of some of the stuff I want to do now. Um, so I think that that's going to, it's going to change, you know, for a lot of people, you got to pivot a lot <laughs> in this, in this scene. Okay. Uh, what about you, Shaq? Um, I just, I just feel like we're all in early, you know, even if you just started playing yesterday, you're still early, and so to me, it's just about getting in and figuring out what your um, what your thing is and doing it. Um, because when this goes mainstream, um, whatever you whatever project you develop now ought to have quite a lot of success later if you do a good job now. So. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward to the evolution of the metaverse and web three and seeing how our, what the, you know, how, how it pays off later, what we're doing now. I can't get more specific than that because we don't know specifically what the future holds in this space. All right. How, <laughs> how about you, Robzilla? Um, semi long-term, I kind of want to start learning blender and, hopefully start designing my own decor or I don't know. I was kind of hoping they would have indoor, like you could go into our homes and we would have indoor decor, but maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, I want to, I think I do want to open a MetaVenture eventually and design my own stuff and do the factory and the storefront. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what other things happen and hopefully we'll get a, a bigger user base and things will get a little more exciting too. Yeah. And that is something that they did pitch um, a while ago, years ago is being able to go into your houses. So of course you'll need your indoor decor or would that still be a map asset either way? But yes, that, that is something hopefully they get to as that utility in an immersive metaverse finally takes shape here in Upland. What about you, SC Kicker? 
Oh, man, that's a great question. So I achieved one of my long-term goals tonight. It was to um, you know, have the opportunity to get on this show when TML got the boot, and here we are. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just joking, on a serious note, though, is uh, just to, to build a really um, immersive game within Upix World in the Layer 2 and um, you know, be able to create a game that's going to be around for generations to come. I know I've, I grew up playing games like D&D and Magic for years, and, um, you know, I'm still playing some of those games now, not as much as I used to, but, um, you know, I want to have a game that my kids could have to play for years to come and, uh, you know, have it be both a open world and closed, closed world environment, but it relates to, um, you know, in real life as well. So that would be, a you know, one of the big long, long-term goals. And then as far as like the Upland side, because I know that's more on the Upix world side for Upland, just keep, you know, building my property base. And then um, I, don't know, I oh. definitely want to have a factory and produce some stuff and give opportunities to, you know, other people that are um, into the blender building and stuff like that to, to let them put their skills to work too and build together. Nice. I like that. Um, all right. So what are you, what are you, Ugh, sorry, Brian had me all messed up with his rip TML <laughs> message. TML will be back next week. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You guys don't want me by myself just talking to you. It, it takes a very talented person to write a script to be able to entertain somebody for an hour on Upland. Um, and I and what you really need to do that is time. And I don't have the time to create an hour worth of solo content. And that's why I need. Thank me later each and every week or the wonderful hosts that we or guests that we have here for this round table. So I do appreciate them taking their time to join us this evening and talk upland because I could do this all day and all night. My wife just kind of looks at me. I'm like, babe, we've been doing this for three years now. Get with the program. <laughs> <laughs> like, like pick it up. Um, what is your favorite part of upland? Hyde Park, LA. There you go. Impasta? I would definitely have to say the amazing community that we do have, and there's a lot of really great groups out there. Um, and I do have to give a good shout-out to Elijah Judah and his project over there, Real Node LA. I am a resident. I'm in their half circle program. So I've got the spatial house and we've got statues of ourselves outside of it, of our um, avatars. It's pretty cool. So I, I definitely recommend you go check out what he's doing because he's got some amazing stuff he's built out over there. Um, and there's just so many people I've met over the last couple of years that um, that's definitely been my favorite part and has kept me coming back each and every time, you know through the thick and thin of the last <laughs> couple of years. All right. I like that. Jimmy Jester, I do not need to take Thank Me Later's place for chokes for charity. You know, now if we do raise $50,000, I do get choked out too, but it's not going too well. So TML is not going to get choked out, but we're still raising money for charity. And if he's not getting choked out, I'm nowhere close to getting choked out, but yes, that's still going on. <laughs> All right. Rob Zilla, what, what are you looking, or what's your favorite part of Upland? 
The community, definitely. That's there were some ups and downs where I was uh, a little discouraged, but it's always the community that kind of refocuses me and keeps me optimistic about everything. Everyone is working on such cool projects, and I love my Creedmoor community and Upix World, and the people here are just like. In the, in the Upland community are just awesome. I wasn't really expecting that. I'm normally not much of a community person. I don't usually get involved in, like, group things, but I don't know. I, it was different with this for some reason, and it's definitely the thing that keeps me going. Yeah, that's that's always been an underlying theme in Upland, even from the early days, is just the, the communities that have developed and the people you meet and just the interactions. And it's amazing how we can all be from different parts of not just the country, but the world and come together on some common ground and build things together. And it's actually pretty fun and pretty awesome. And then last but not least, Shaq. Community. Um, it's so cool the way that we would have never met each other for the most part, any of us. And the metaverse just brings us together from all of our different backgrounds and with our different skills. And um, I mean, these are serious, serious friendships that we make here where we are like family and the way that we can merge our skill sets together and get all into building projects together. It's um, absolutely awesome. And it is what makes Upland amazing. So, All right. Before we get out of here this week, I'll give each of you a moment to just an open, open forum. If you want to say anything or, or promote anything. We'll go right across the screen. Some pasta, you have anything? We'll come back to pasta. SC kicker. Um, not really nothing for closing. I'm just really excited about uh, continuing to grow and just meet everybody in uh, Vegas this year. It's going to be a really great time, and I look look forward to sharing in that experience with everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Yeah, thanks for having us. Rob Zilla. Um, Creedmoor has joined the uh, Knightsbridge and Belgravia Supernode, and we are looking to design a knight and a crest for Creedmoor. So we kind of want the community to get involved and uh, give us ideas and suggestions of what they want it to look like and um, maybe create some mock-ups. Um, so that's going on. So I kind of wanted to announce that, see what they want to see for Creedmoor for the crest in the night. Um, also, we just put Creedmoor merch in the Upix World Express, and part of the profits for that go back to the community to fund prize pools and um, Layer 2 development, basically anything for the node that costs money or resources, it'll help a lot with. So it's a good thing and you get cool stuff. Like That's it. it. <laughs> That's pretty nice. You you have the merchandise and you're sending it back for community development. That's always a good thing. Yep. Shaqueline. 
Um, well, so yeah, we just went and uh, became part of the uh, UK, Upland UK, the Supernode, and um, I reached out to as many people as I could, but it was not possible to reach out to everyone. And I just want to make sure that there is no misunderstanding. Everyone in the community is welcome, um, whether you have a node or a project or not. Everyone's welcome. And uh, it's a great place for a node to be able to represent itself, kind of like having an embassy overseas. And uh, if you aren't there yet, please come and join us. Um, and, you know, it's it's a node full of upland nodes. It's like one big, huge meetup. So if you aren't there yet, come on over, please. <laughs> I really like that whole concept and that idea there because it's the it's the most active. It's very active communities with very active players that are have and good view of upland and where it's going and belief in it. So it, it's nice to be in that community. It, it's an amazing project to see this many large communities just come together and to get to meet some of those different people has been really cool too. Um, and I'll do, I guess, a nice shout out for my new passion project ornament addicts the group <laughs> we've been having a lot of fun over there and we're in the uk super node if that's what we're calling it i think um, as well um but we've got a lot of really talented people over there um like rdp put together a spec document of every single ornament drop done to date and every number you could want for it you know the the amounts the original mints um, anomalies, mistakes. There was a lot with that first spirit drop. <laughs> and uh, so we've been doing all sorts of fun things over there. So you'll have to come check it out. Um, people show off their stuff as well. Um, you know, they trade, buy, sell, all of that. And it's a good time. Um, so that you guys are on Discord or? Yeah. It's a group uh, straight up started. So there's already... TML's already over there. There's already a good amount of um, people within the community over there. Um, okay. But I kind of, yeah, have taken it over. So we've been doing some fun stuff. We did the ornament part of the Cali Rose benefit auction, and that went really well. We ran it for a week. I think we did 18 ornaments, um, and it went really well. So it was really great to see all the different communities come together for that. One point about the UK node is that everyone, including Impasta, has dropped their server invites into a server invite channel. And so I know it's hard to find. We hear about various nodes, but we're not. maybe we're not sure where they are or how to get to the, um, the server. And so uh, you can join practically every server that exists if you uh, just go to that channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to be good about dropping it in the Upland um, channel, appropriate channel, but I've been slacking. So you can definitely find a lot of good groups over there. Oh, wow. So if you didn't see, sorry, been distracted by the chat. Um, 11.11 decided to get choked out by uh KO Ninjas in Vegas for $100, so we'll find a spot to do that, and we'll stream that. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 
How tall is how tall is Keith? That's going to be interesting because not a lot as tall as Doctor Noby. <laughs> That's going to be real interesting. Oh. How do you choke someone out if you can't reach their neck? <laughs> Climb their back. Kneel <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas at least, right? So that's right. Keith will just Ko yeah. Andrew will just get on SC Kicker's shoulders. There you go. Do old style chicken fighting. <laughs> chicken jokes. Can we place bets? That's you could place bets, and it's Vegas, right? Right. Exactly. Right, right, right. But. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, he wants to be lying down before he gets choked out. <laughs> He'll sit. That's fine. Smart move. Smart move. But yes, Impasta, Robzilla, Shaglene, SC Kicker. Thank you so much for uh, joining me this evening to fill in for Thanks Me Later. Um, it does take four people to replace his uh, charisma and energy. Um, I'm just saying that so he has a big head and he rubs it in my face later. So. <laughs> <laughs> But appreciate the discussion. Great insights. Um, we'll look, and he'll probably reach out to similar people come July when I won't be able to make one of these for vacation purposes. All right. Thank you for having me and all of us. Yes. Yeah. yeah thanks. And then, yeah, absolutely. This was a good chat. Yeah. And don't forget, we do have the after show if you're available. For everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and let everybody else know. And until next week, be safe, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse. The Arbic Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in our land, it's the place you want to check first. With your host too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing the strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.